Today's episode of Why Do You Know That is rated TR for Tasty Like a Raindrop. This week, it's the lesser-known songs of Roxette. Welcome to Why Do You Know That, the podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. Guess where I'm back from? Do you want me to guess? Now you know. <laughs> no, I want to guess. Go ahead. Um, the laundromat. Oh, yes. I knew it. Uh, I do have to do my laundry because I just came back from a big trip to Japan. Japan. Uh, And how was it? It was wonderful. You've been before. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. It was my first time. It was my first time in Asia. Uh, And I really didn't experience that much culture shock except for the very first night when I was completely brain dead and coming off of a very long flight and getting to the hotel. And when I got out, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but their 7-Elevens are very different from American 7-Elevens. Oh, wow. They're way better. They're much, much better. I'd imagine that. They're so much better. That tracks. Yeah. And so I knew that already going in. So I thought, okay, I'll go there and I can get like a snack. Mm -hmm. And I walked in and that's when it kind of all hit me looking at snacks that I had no idea could exist in a 7-Eleven, like 400 different kinds of beverages, uh, pastry racks upon pastry racks, uh, a lot of corn mayo in a bun food. And I corn just, mayo, yeah, like corn and mayo together, but then served in like a corn, like, yeah, like corn, corn, yeah, like corn, not the band, like corn mixed with mayonnaise, yeah, like like the corn from Illinois, put into a like a bun, a bun, yes. And then packaged and served to you, and that's like a, almost like a savory donut. Yeah, kinda, kinda. So I guess more like a corn, like replace a hot dog with corn and mayo. Oh, like that kind of bun. Yes. And that's the that that face that you're making right now, where you're like, "Wait, what?" That's the moment when it's, I had yeah. like a slight panic attack and went, "Oh no, I'm in another country. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to die here, aren't I? I don't know shit. I learned twelve phrases. I'm going to I'm going to lose my mind here." I mean, to be fair, I think that seeing a hot dog bun slathered with mayonnaise and corn would send anybody into a state of shock. Uh, I didn't end up eating that, but I did end up eating so many other things, and they were so good. It was so good. What was the best thing you ate? Ooh, overall, that's very hard to say, because, like, I went to a very you fancy- You can break it down into categories. Mm, okay, so or best- Or just say a few things. Best, like, fancy meal was a, uh, a fancy restaurant called Birdland, where I got to have yakitori, which is, like, grilled chicken done- over like hot coals. Oh, we it's that seems similar to we have birds here in Los Angeles. <laughs> and they also serve poultry. So it God sounds like you it. went to Japanese birds. I went to Japanese birds. It cost a lot wow. more and there were there was no comedy. Um except for a a couple that was sitting like at the other end that was clearly like we're here because work told us that we need to work something out. <laughs> it was like clearly two coworkers like going over files on a Friday night and they were just like, oh, we got to get this account under control. We yeah. got to get this account under control. This like, account's that's what going like. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what 
that's what it felt like looking across from that was the, that was the limitations of the comedy there um otherwise uh other food i had i want to know about so, so many good things i want to know about sweets i want to know what the best sweets were Ooh. um uh obviously they're known for like different flavored kit kats yeah um, i was gonna i mean i wanted to know about kit kats really there's a uh cream puff at 7-eleven that's really good. I'm not kidding. Like it was so like it's the cheapest food. It's like a dollar. Like they I believe a dollar, that. $1. I, fifty. This I think there's delicious. pastries at our Seven Elevens that are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> there was a waffle place called Mannequin that serves like little bites, not bite size, but like fit in your hand, uh, sweet and savory waffles that were amazing. Oh. Um, at Tokyo Disney Sea, I had this ice cream sandwich that had raspberry jam inside, and it came in a seashell shape. I I feel like we've got to get to the guest room. I'm just going to ask you a million questions about Tokyo Disney Sea. I know. Like, I know we're supposed to be do be do, <laughs> but I just have this. I just know that any. I, all I want to do now is ask you everything about Tokyo Disney Sea. Here's what I'll tell you. Yeah, give me a little. Okay, so there's many lands in Tokyo Disney Sea, but none of them are based in or around Sweden. You know her from UCB and The Price is Right and the podcast, Why Full House is the Greatest Show of All Time, Alyssa Sabo. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks of course. I'm so hungry for <laughs> corn and mayo. <laughs> Alyssa, what are your thoughts on the corn and mayo situation? Um, well, so you know like like elote, is that what it's called? Like street yes. corn? That does have like mayo. No, yes. no, it has like cotija cheese, mm-hmm. which is like kind of in the same school as mayo. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. was kind of like yeah, yeah. elote <laughs> on a bun. It was sort of yeah. like that. I would, did you try it? I did not try that one. I did try, let's see, what was one of those? Was it just like corn like niblets, like little kernels of corn? <laughs> yes. That's not weird. arranged in any sort of way. What ratio of corn to mayonnaise? Yeah. I think that's where I'm tripping up. Oh, I, in my mind's eye, I'm seeing, a, and that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing yes. there's like a mayo spread yeah. with like little bits small, of corn yeah, small bits. That so that's where I'm tripping up. But now I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. it's probably a lot more yeah, corn more than corn than mayo. Yeah. I would try it. I'm gonna say more. I'm gonna say six. No, like 70, 30. 70 corn. Okay. So 30 a, mayo is still a lot. Now my curiosity is peaked, though. I feel like there had to have been more in there. I just remember looking at it going like, well, this is different. It's definitely but, not something I'd ever put in a bun. Yes. No. But I used to have spaghetti sandwiches, which yeah. is just spaghetti noodles in yeah. bread. <laughs> I still do. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, if I ever have like leftover spaghetti, yeah, I take so the good. meatballs out uh-huh. and make a sandwich out of those. Okay. And then the eat meatballs? the pasta later. Yeah. So you don't put the noodles in the bread. No. See, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's what the corn bun people are doing. Yeah, that's what the corn bun people are doing. <laughs> yeah, I want to make it clear that like there was nothing there that I saw or heard of that made me go like what no i was just very like well yeah i guess that's a food everybody yeah. here likes to eat because in my and then in my head i was like it can't be any weirder than any foreigner coming to america and walking into our 7-eleven and seeing like that sad ass taquito on a like oh. a dirty oh. roller and or, just being like people eat that like yeah or the display of candy like my 7-eleven the candy rack uh Year round has jelly beans uh, that are clearly from Easter, Halloween candy, Fourth of July candy that you know, yeah. you don't know what year they're from, just that it's been there since 
a Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, the, like, the other thing about 7-Eleven that's weird, sometimes there's, like, CDs, and, like, who's listening to CDs mm-hmm. anymore? Like, but I always look at them. Yeah. But, or, like, yeah, or, like, cheap movies. Wait, are you guys from here? I'm from Michigan. You're from Michigan. And I'm and from Southern California. Okay. Because I'm from Pittsburgh, and we have something called Sheets, like S-H-E-E-T-Z. I've heard of Sheets. Yeah. And it's so it's like way better. When you talked about how like you walked in and the food was amazing. I was like, yeah, that's Sheets for me because it's mm. so the, good, but it's a gas station. The closest I can equate the 7-Elevens to was like a higher grade Wawa. If you've ever been to yeah, a Wawa. Yeah, Wawa is very similar to Sheets, except okay. Sheets is better. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> On the record. We're Shots starting a war. fired. Sheets fired. <laughs> Sheets fired. <laughs> It's uh, just like cute because everything has like if you get like a bagel sandwich, it's called a schmegel. Everything has like an sh. Oh, <laughs> it's cute. Fun. It's really. Cute. I do like that's that. Fun. Yeah. I enjoy. Schmishkit. Is is schmear schmear Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned you mentioned CDs. Oh yes, I did. It gets us into our topic today, which is the B sides and lesser known songs of. The band Roxette. Yes, the greatest band of all time. Oh my god! Would what? you say that? Would you say that your all-time favorite band? Oh yeah, wow. absolutely. Yeah, because I think I have a lot of like I like a lot of singers, but Roxette is my favorite because it's a it's a duo. Mm-hmm. But I consider them a band, so yeah, they're my favorite band yeah. of all time. Before we get too deep into it, so yeah. Roxette and these lesser-known songs specifically. Why do you know that? What do you mean? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, why do I know their Lester songs? Yeah, like, well, oh, oh, <laughs> like, Sorry. like, why did I you, just, like, had a why did you pick this topic? I just like yeah. blacked out for a second. <laughs> do you want me to take a pack? No, no, I okay. The reason why I know, okay, so oh, there is like an origin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to Please. laugh at you. You're just like, what do you mean? I'm sorry. You panicked. You're in the headlights. I, you're not the first to be thrown off by the our title the of title the being asked the title. Yeah. Of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. That. That's like. Why do you know them? Okay. So the origin story of Roxette. I there was this um, CD that my family had, and it was it was Roxette Tourism which is like a bunch of their like hits, but then also some lesser known songs like performed live at different places. And we used to like jam out to that. Like, so as a, I think I was like seven, that's like my earliest memory of it. And so like we would listen to that. And I think that was like my last memories of when my family, I felt like they loved me. No, you know what I mean. Like when you know what I mean. When you're a kid and you're like, people love me. I'm loved. Everything's good. Things and were then, less complicated. Yes, and then you become a little older and you're like, everybody is out to get me. My mom hates me. My dad could care less. My sisters wish I was dead. Like, so it's like I think that I do. Like I remember as a kid, like listening to, it. and then along the way I lost sight of it. I got like really like religious. So then I was like only listening to like Christian stuff. And then I like came back to it as like a a young adult and then I started listening and getting even like deeper into it and just like there is something about like number one the way they look I like love these like I love what they look like I love their their outfits their hair um I mean I love the 80s in general so it's like that and then all the music videos I've seen like every single music video and they're just so feel good and they're like on rooftops just like playing the guitar (laughs) and and then the the music the songs are like they're really like they're feel good, they're fun, but then also there's like some of the emotional stuff that I obviously relate to because I'm like a freaking drama queen. 
And, you know, it's, like, sad because I feel like people only know the, like, two songs, like, It Must Have Been Love and um, uh, Listen to Your Heart. And, like, but I want people to, like, go deeper with them because those songs are great. Uh, they have so many more that are like that but better. That's what I said to Alyssa outside on the way in. That's right. You know, I accidentally talked about the topic before <laughs> we were recording. And that's what I said was I only know the two songs. Actually, yeah. no. Uh, well, no, I did only know the two songs, but on my way here, yeah. in order to do the research that a good podcast host does, <laughs> I listened to a third song, The Ooh. Look, oh. which is now my favorite it's Roxette song. It's so good. It is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, people, if you were to hear The Look, I sang that at karaoke once in a competition, knowing that nobody would know it, and I won the competition, and there was a bunch of, like, Gen Zers, but I was like, this song rocks so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roxette. Uh, Rock sucks so hard. But yeah, it's just like, <laughs> have you guys seen Pretty Woman? Like, so that song yeah. was made famous right, because of yeah. that movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, in, okay, so it's a hot a song. Second. It is a hot song. <laughs> so hot. The lyrics, though, are a little, isn't it like Lay a Whisper on My Pillow? Lay a Whisper. Yeah, and even the way they sing it is like so horny. Yeah. Ugh, I love it. Yeah. I was going to call this out. I was going to, because, yeah. like, listen, I have friends. And yeah. I feel like, Something Alyssa and I have in common is being very horny people. Yeah, like but constantly like, bringing up like horny, horny like horny in a way. I feel like I'm horny in a way that's like not real horny. Like I'm yeah. horny. Where I'm like lay a whisper. <laughs> like I want someone to lay a whisper on my pillow and then like take hold of my naked body. <laughs> right. But I feel like that's not like classic horniness. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's a it's a sweeping epic romantic yeah. Yes, horniness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm probably more on the horny scale where it's like just the take me yeah like you don't need the whisper on your pillow yeah okay like, yeah <laughs> i need I, the whisper <laughs> on my pillow i'm like you can leave the whisper i don't actually need the whisper i just need the the part that comes after yeah okay whisper. that's fair you can whisper after like, yeah, yeah let's get to let's get down to business fuck and then me after. and then you can lay whatever you want yes. on my yeah, pillow yeah, maybe yeah. not whatever you want yeah. but uh, verbally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is that you feel like you got to get off your chest, right, and not the cum you're wiping off, but you know other things right. like okay, emotional, perfect. emotional yeah. cum. But then, let yeah. your like, emotional this, cum well, on my yeah. pillow. So that's the thing too, though. Like that song and like a lot of their songs, they are so horny. And these people, I recently found out, I thought my whole life that they were like a couple, and they're not. And they never dated. They never did anything together there was no well you don't know well, I what think, they did well, behind I did closed some, doors no but i did some deep dives okay like i did some deep research on it and no they're just friends and that to me is like kind of really cool but also like doesn't play into my theory that like guys and girls can't be friends <laughs> like well, i don't know yeah no it's yeah it's uh it's a platonic male female relationship but it's still very um close yeah. and intense in a way that usually Either you're fucking or you're not that close. Or it's like yeah. some weird like emotional closeness. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it's like awesome. I'm glad that they like made it work. And they <laughs> share vocal duties. Yes. Which is great. Yeah, the they guy do. sings the look. Yes. Well, <laughs> and they, probably more. But they do it like equally. Yeah. Mm. It is very. There are, a lot of their songs are very much like ha- it's like pretty much 50% the guy and 50% the girl. How Swedish. How egalitarian. Yeah, well. Yes, <laughs> yes. The socialism of pop. Now I really. need to go and listen to, I need to really do a deep dive into Roxette because 
And once I found out they were Swedish, I started thinking about Ace of Base and of ABBA and the and best Robin. pop music and Robin. Yeah. And it's like, well, if this is the family of which they come from, not yes. only from which they come, but they're the some of the forefathers of. It's true. I And I really do love Swedish pop music. It's definitely. And they are at the top tier of all of it. Yeah. So that I think you're going to like it. That I was going to ask you, which is, yeah, do you feel like one of the reasons you like Roxette is specifically because you like other Swedish pop music or is it soft rock? Like what is it's it about the, their sound? It's the, okay, so it's like I love Swedish music, but I don't really consider Roxette to be, <clears throat> when you do your listening, you're not going to be like, oh, wow, this is so Swedish. Right, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're more, it's more the 80s soft rock that I like, but they they have such a unique, I think their Swedish influence makes them a little better than just the classic 80s music that we know. So that's why I think they're like the best of both worlds for me because I love 80s music and I also love Swedish music. Like mm-hmm. that's what they do a really good job at where it's like they're telling a story. It feels like very full, but you're also just like melodically I'm on board yeah. and I'm not like being forced this like tale of like Josie's on a vacation tomorrow. <laughs> like it's like very like subtle, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't need to know this little ditty yeah. about Jack and Diane. <laughs> who cares we know life goes on I we're in it i don't care who used to work at the docks yes she <laughs> is an american girl oh really yeah. oh go on yes. actually i really like that song so i, I love I every song i, I just every made song. Song. me too <laughs> <laughs> me too oh my gosh um so how much like music theory, music knowledge do you have? I know you sing. Mm-hmm. You said you wanted karaoke. Uh, like, is there <laughs> beyond that? I also, heard you sing. We- you guys should have roasted me for that. Like, I how did- dare I? <laughs> how dare I? No. Be like, I won a karaoke competition in no. Burbank. No. no, I think that's great. Okay, you didn't say it was in Burbank. Okay, well, now I need to in- kick your ass. Was it? At- I'm kick your scrawny ass. Was it at Dimples? R.I.P. Old Sardos. Oh, so, Sardos. Sardos. Oh. I used to be a karaoke host. I think that's. Oh. Another reason why I'm like really into the 80s because, um, well, I, I was like, I've talked about this maybe on like other podcasts, but I, I did, I like had a liver transplant when I was 21. And then I believe the person whose liver I got, she was about like in her 40s, meaning she grew up in the 80s. Mm. And when I woke up like from my transplant, like from the coma and everything, I was like just so obsessed with like 80s music. And, I couldn't get enough of it. And I was like asking my mom, like, who are all the best bands, you know? So it is like, and then being the karaoke host, like, I feel like, I mean, I grew up singing in the church and stuff, but then like once I had that like near death experience and then I like, I think after having that, I just wanted like lightness and like fun and like cool, like synthy music that's going to not make me think too seriously but also make me feel good. And that's like, I couldn't get enough of 80s. And then I think like my brain went back to like, Back in the golden days of your childhood, Roxanne. <laughs> and then so back when everything was fine. Yeah, when people back used before to love your you. family didn't hate you. <laughs> so before the yeah. war with your sisters. So yeah, I think I think I just I feel very like connected to the eighties. And then yeah, as far as like music theory, like I don't claim to be an expert. I think that like people that would know a lot about music would probably or that have like really good taste in music and i'm doing quotes here folks but i think those people would make fun of my music taste like i think who cares i know i I I mean i listen to i call it trash garbage because or like dumb songs because 
that just makes me feel less embarrassed about it when I explain to people what I like to listen to. But it's like, like what you like, listen to what you listen to. We're all listening. We all like so many of the same things. And the only difference is some people are brave enough to admit it. Because um, like, there's definitely, I think, particularly with music, we've had a couple of music-centric episodes, but I'm thinking of mine are friend of the pod, Mike Mitchell, and like mm-hmm. the idea that like people would relentlessly make fun of him for being a Dave Matthews Band fan, and like, there's this thing I think in certainly in American pop culture, American society, where it's like this is what's quote cool, this is yeah. what's quote uncool, and you need to either be in the cool camp yes. or you're deemed uncool, especially if you're choosing things that for what for many a myriad of reasons end up in sort of the uncool category. And I go like, life is too short, man. Yeah, that's in that's infuriating. It's something that I feel I should like do research and write a like vulture article <laughs> you know something big something the that's academic really gonna, yeah. paper sure. of our time yeah, yeah. Uh, but it. i feel like share. right <laughs> i hope <laughs> you don't even know what i'm gonna write about yet but thank you uh we have to defend when we like something yeah like if the three of us went to a movie i saw midsummer and i really liked it mm-hmm. and i saw it with people who didn't and because i liked it I felt like I kept being confronted and having to explain why I liked it and defended it. But meanwhile, yeah. being too cool or not liking the thing, that just seems to be a lot more accepted. Like you rarely yeah. have to defend that you don't like something. But if you enjoy it, if it brings you joy, all of a sudden, like That's you're supposed so to be embarrassed true. and you're getting judged for it. And, I, I'm and it should usually, be the opposite. I'm usually like on the receiving end of that. Like I'm yeah. usually the person that's like defending myself. But recently, I like did that to someone because they were talking about liking pentatonics, and I was like, "You're so dumb!" <laughs> and I was, I was like yelling at them, and I was like, "Please don't! I won't be a part of this." And I felt bad after. I was like, "Why did I do that?" Well, good for you for for recognizing <laughs> that, though. Yeah, but it is like yeah. I guess it is kind of fun mm-hmm. to be like, "You're an idiot." Yeah. That is such a corny. It's band. so like, it's it's a safer yeah, place to be. But, that makes but you it's feel not my norm, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So I did feel out of it, yeah. and I was like, "Look." I'm sorry. When like, really it's like <laughs> that person wins because if they listen to pentatonics and they have joy, yeah. I listen to pentatonics and I don't. So like, right. like going and back I, to, yeah. I hope that I didn't like make them feel bad because that's the no, thing too. Like, nobody, to they yeah, like pentatonics. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody that's like making fun of my music, it doesn't change how I feel when mm-hmm. I listen to it. I'm just like, whatever, haters, you know, and then just like turn up the volume on like, Dress for Success is a really great rock set song I listen to before every audition. <laughs> Good. But I'm just saying, I'm like, whatever. Like, Yes. I mean, I'd... you do want people to enjoy it with you. That is the thing. Like, my boyfriend is like a jazz, like jazz head, you know, and he doesn't like any of the music I listen to. And that makes me sad because I want him to be like, jam it out with me. But I'm like, maybe this is just my thing and that's okay, you know. Yeah. And not to completely be a hypocrite, but jazz, jazz can kick rocks. I was about to say. <laughs> Jazz, I'm sorry. Jazz literally, sorry. literally, and figuratively blows. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> but also, like, there's plenty. I've, I'm sorry to listeners out there because, like, if you, if y'all are also jazz heads, yeah. like, that's your prerogative. And you know what? I support that choice. I just like there's a, there's very few jazz songs that make me go like this is snappy. Yeah, wow. this is a, this is a toe tapper. This is something that I want to listen to. Like, I've tried. I've tried very hard. Yeah. I've tried very very hard to get into jazz, and I'm just like. It's just what a waste of time. Yeah, what a waste. <laughs> I've never tried. Might as well listen to Pentatonix. <laughs> <laughs> just the idea of you like. Dun, 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 dun. No, because it's that, that 
where I don't want to be the jackass that's like. I know. Dude, I th- like a, a thing I always hated was when people would be like, oh, I like all music except country. And I'm oh, like, no, no, yeah. no, what you don't like is like ultra patriotism or like yeah. uh, super conservative right wing values that somehow infiltrate into music. That's maybe something that you don't like or can yeah. pinpoint to. Country is the basis for like rock and roll. It it's is. the basis for most music that you're hearing right now. To say you don't like country is fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Don't be a snob. What you're saying is you don't like poor people. Yeah. That's what it is. It's wow. a classist. It's a classist for them, Nadia. And, then, <laughs> and it Go. snowballs because then you hear so many people say, I like all sorts of music but country. So then it's ingrained like, well, you're not supposed to like country. I so know. then you don't give it a chance. Or when people say, what kind of music do you like? You're just going to omit country because you don't want them to know you like it I because I love else is like country. It. Me too. It's so good. Oh, I should have talked about country. <laughs> country you music. picked Roxette, so you're stuck I know, with I know, it. I know. But, you know, after this, if we want to get Drake's, you know. <laughs> So let's go Off back. Okay, so we named two songs, The Look and Dress for Success. So let's break these down a little bit more because okay. these are some of the ones that you mentioned. I wouldn't necessarily call The Look a like B-side though because it was like that's a number true. one that's billboard true. hit. That's true. That's so true. So I feel like that's one that yeah. people probably know. So, well, I feel like, yes, I was actually thinking that. I was like, these aren't exactly B-side songs, but not many people are going to know. Whenever I say like, do you know the song The Look by Roxette? I don't think a lot of people are going to be like, yes. Or, you know what I mean? If yeah. they hear it, they're like, oh, this sounds familiar. Right. Yeah. They're not B-sides, but they're lesser known in the fact that, like, they have two, they're almost like, to most people considered a, I guess, a two-hit wonder. Yes. Uh, yeah. But they have su- two such ubiquitous, well-known songs that right. anything that's not those two yeah. are but going they to do. Comparison. But you are right. They are, like, hits. Like, yeah. the look. And maybe even How Do You Do probably did well on the Billboard charts, like, uh, in the 80s. Joyride also Joyride, is a big one that yeah. did pretty well. Yeah. Um, but like in I the would, 80s. But Joyride is a song where I'm like, which one's Joyride? It's so fun. It's such a good song. Like, if, <clears throat> I Look don't at know, all like, the things they won. I'm like so sad most of the time. And like, anytime. Oh, no! Well, I mean, like, as we all are. But like, oh, anytime, I, like, even just the name of it, Joyride, I'm in. <laughs> and you yeah. just like put that on. And like the like the opening song is like, come on. You know what? It's like, join the Joyride. Like, I think, okay, I, I will. Think that's why we like Swedish music so much. Yes. Fuck what I was saying about story and like song structure. <laughs> yeah. Swedish music is it's just. just Feel good music. It's fun. It's Dancing Queen. It's, well, I guess, call your girl. I guess Dancing on My Own's not super fun and happy, but but like it's it's all fun. But it's a banger. Yes. Yes. And that's how I feel. Like, I do feel like sad and I have emotions, but I'm not ashamed of them. And that's what I think I love about like Roxette and like Robin and just like, yeah, these songs that are like, I don't know. Yeah. Intense. Okay. So, um, uh, so, uh, dress to success and listen to your heart, which is probably the big one that people know that goes like, uh-huh. listen to your heart, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And like that one was, bo- both of those were on, um, look sharp. Yes. And so that's Which is also a great album title. Yes. With an exclamation point. Yes, exclamation point. Happy. Look sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I will. Exclamation point. (laughs) Anything that has an exclamation point, I'm in. Shania Twain. Big exclamation point user. You know the album Oh yeah. I'm gonna get you good. Waiter, bring me water. Yeah. They all have exclamation points. That's another great album for those sad listeners. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, if you're sad. Are you going to Vegas? 
this year. Oh, she's, she's just been in general. Is she? She did before. She has I missed a it new before. one. She has a new one. Yeah. I will go to Vegas. I for think that. I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, road trip, guys. Road yes. trip. Uh, uh, and then we'll uh, review it. Yes. Oh my god. She yes. is amazing. But only if we can go to the Las Vegas Taco Bell Cantina before or after. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> How about both? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. How about both? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our trash road trip. Uh, so okay, so the third single from Look Sharp was the look, which so all three of these songs became uh, top tens in Sweden, but yes. they were still unknown internationally. Right. And it was apparently this uh, an exchange student from Minneapolis, Dean Cushman, who bought a copy of Look Sharp, brought it home over eighty eight. Gave it to a Minneapolis radio station, mm-hmm. and then that station started playing the look, and then everybody was like, "Ooh, I dig this. I love that. And that's so they, that's so cool." I, how often can you like pinpoint when I a know. when a song like the specific moment a song nineteen eighty eight a guy in Minnesota Minnesota like, that's so cool. Can that you me- imagine? He can tell his kids like, you know, I'm the reason Roxette. <laughs> I'm the reason Roxette. I want to meet that guy. I'm the and reason Roxette. I'm Anderson. the reason Roxette is who they are. I love that. Yeah, but the the look is like, and listeners, I urge you to listen to the look after this. If only you listen to one, may it be the look, because it is so fun, and it just starts off with this like insane like guitar and like drum, and it's really it's unlike any music that I've heard because I think a lot of '80s songs sound very similar. But especially with this song, it's just, it's unlike anything I've ever heard. I agree. I think. Yeah. There's a LA Times interview from, I think, 1990, where they interviewed the, they interviewed both of them, Marie Fredrickson and mm-hmm. Pergesa. Is that how you say his name? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> the, the, the fella of the, the two. Um, the fella and the gal. <laughs> what an awful, what was, an awful demeanor. There's original the band name. Yeah. <laughs> the fella and the gal. I like that. <laughs> um so both of them were talking to LA Times and apparently uh they both are like both of them basically said like we don't care what other people say we're used to people saying our music sounds like crap. Uh oh. yeah, how do you feel about that quote? Just hearing that. I mean, Particularly this is so this is 1990 so this is after Look Sharp has come out. This I is just also- love that they they were just like they didn't care. Like the haters can say what they want and they we're just like, we're going to keep making music because we know it's good and it's what we like. And that's honestly how, I mean, what words to live by. Yeah, <laughs> it's inspiring. But the like the lyrics in the look are so cool, too. Like, if, if I have to, like, sing it to know them. But there's, like, the one, or it's like, hold on. I got the lyrics in front of me. Okay. If oh, you need see. to look yeah, at yeah. them. I feel like I want to, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want you to sing a little bit of I it. Will, yes, Alyssa has the voice of an angel too. So, oh, but not what a when treat! I sing this. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, these lyrics are kind of insane. Okay, sorry. So it's like, oh yeah, this part. Walking like a man, hit like a hammer. She's a juvenile scam. Never was a quitter. Tasty like a raindrop. She's got the look. Tasty like a raindrop. When I heard that as a kid, I was like, what do I got to do to get a guy to tell me that I'm tasty like a raindrop? See, horny. <laughs> like, it's horny. So good. Yeah. And like, but it's just like, she's got the look. And then the girl comes in with, she's got the look. <laughs> she's got the look. She's got the look. And then like, it's just, what in the world can make a brown-eyed girl turn blue? When everything I'll ever do, I'll do for you. And I go, la, 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 la. 
she's got the look. It's just so like that pause, like la 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 la. She's got the look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so cool. This song taught me like what it means to be cool, and I stand by it. And. I want to be tasty like a raindrop. Like I love that. I yeah. love that you identified so hard with the lyric. And then you were also like, this is what taught me to be cool. Because yeah. I'm trying to think of like the things that taught me to be cool. Because I feel like some music did that. But I also feel like, you know, books, movies, film. But like, I, I feel like I got a very skewed version because I was the older sister. So I had to like figure out what was cool on my own. I don't know if you, you're the middle child, Steve. Yeah. I don't know if you had any guidance on what was cool. Uh, but was it ever in a song or anything? First like CD I ever bought was Chumbawamba Tub Thumper. Oh, so. we talked about this. <laughs> and that is very cool. That's a great song. Yeah. I still there were to. maybe two other songs that I liked on there too. There could have been more. Yeah. You know what? Didn't give them a chance because they weren't cool. Yeah. So but I that, had to, yeah. You so gotta, I had to hide, we gotta that, go back. hide that away. <laughs> Let's Sorry. get that CD back. I would like to, can I take one moment to personally apologize to Chumbawamba for never giving their album a full chance? Yes. Yes. Okay. Chumbawamba, I'm sorry. That was beautiful. Thank you. I think he heard you. (laughs) 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 I think Mr. Chumbawamba heard you. Mr. Wamba. Mr. Wamba. Please, Mr. Wamba was my father. (laughs) Call me Chumba. Call me Chumba. Uh, yeah, I think I I learned like how to be horny through music. It wasn't really sure. like books or movies for me. I think it was music. Well, because music's so emotional, and yeah. it's just all about feelings and what's yeah. horniness, but just yeah. lust, just be lust distilled, and it's horny yeah. is just lust, but not like too this is like it's fucking dancing. But it wasn't too crazy. Again. Like, will you pull up the lyrics to "How Do You Do"? Yes, because that's like another song of theirs that like I remember hearing. There's something about her being naked or something. And so it's not like too explicit where it's like, I'm going to have sex with my penis and your penis and my penis. Like it was just like, what song is that? Well, it's a good song. (laughs) Um, No, but you know what I mean? It's like very, it's more like kind of discreet. And like, so for me being this little like Christian um, with how, well, like between, if you had to rank them right now, it's like, is it the look or how do you do? Or is it just equal? They're all equal children. Um, these two songs, How Do You Do and The Look, are very, like, they both hold a really special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like how, like, a lot of their songs start off, like, acapella, and it's, like, they're just saying some, like, pretty intense, like, lines at first. Like, this one is just, like, it's kind of, like, starts off acapella, and it's, like, I see you comb your hair and give me that grin. Like, and it's just, like, it already puts you in a place where you're, like, okay, someone is combing her hair. <laughs> okay. And she's smiling. <laughs> and like, so okay. salacious. Like, it is kind of actually country in a way, because I feel like, you know. But, oh, yes. And then he goes, he goes, I love the way you undress now, baby, begin. And so, like, I remember listening to that and liking it because it was, like, he's kind of saying it in, like, a fun, upbeat way. It's not, like, sexual. So I felt like it was okay for me to be, like, I love the way you undress now, baby, begin. You know, and it's, like, fun. And I remember, like, I always, you know, wanted to, like, be naked in <laughs> Because of Roxette? <laughs> because of Roxette. No, in general. I remember being so pumped like for my wedding night because I was like saving sex for marriage. And I was so pumped about the idea of like just being naked. I didn't know what sex was. I had no idea. Like, I didn't really think I even wanted it. I didn't know. You know what I mean? But I yeah. just was like, you get to be naked in front of someone? Like, 
and it's cool and they're gonna like it hopefully (laughs) and so i feel like that line i remember always being like this is okay that i'm singing this right mom you know like um so stuff like that i think like you know but I used to sing that and think of like my husband, my future husband singing this to me, like, I love the way you watch dress. Again, that's so sweet. Yeah. It's so like cute. It's so pure. Yes, yeah. it's very pure. Yeah. Um it, what about the song Dangerous? Oh, that's, I love that one. Yeah. That's another a like bit it, it got in the hot one hundred. Yeah. Um and it's very catchy. That one is very like I can see how that one would be in the hot one hundred. <laughs> but I don't think like I don't know that, that one is I don't even know that one. That's the thing, it's like when I You might. It's like a little bit dangerous. Like, here's the thing. You're probably gonna watch an eighties movie and that song might come on as part of a it's probably in a soundtrack of some eighties. Oh, movie. I'm sure there are you know what several I mean? rock yeah, set songs yeah. that we don't know are rock set songs yeah. that we've heard in movies and right. TV shows. We really only know it must have been love, which is like the big one for right. Pretty Woman. And right. listen to your heart. Yes, and listen to her. But I'm saying like from a movie. From a movie. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Well, yeah. look no, up I, the no, rain. I'm sorry. Is no, the, no, Steve, Steve, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you look up the Why rain? Are you sorry? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm apologizing to the table. I moved it. <laughs> The, the rain is like not really a feel good song, but I love it. And I listened to it the other day when it was raining because it's like really intense and love having a good rain song. But it must have been love is also a good song to listen to when it's raining because they do mention rain. They mention rain in a lot of their songs. Well, Sweden seems cold and damp. Yeah. Like, generally. have you guys been? I have not been no. to Sweden. Okay. I well, that's to. our next trip. Yeah. <laughs> After Vegas. After Vegas. Sweden. <laughs> For Here's the lyrics to the rain. <laughs> okay, so this song is like a little more sad, but these some of the, this one, um, it's like, do you guys want me to sing it or just read sing it? it. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So you it's want. like, I was raised the northern way, like what? And then, and my father had a northern name. I did my crying out in the pouring rain. Like that's the line. I did my crying out in the pouring rain. Which I just think is so interesting. And I'm like, I always think about it like really literally. And I'm like, did she? (laughs) So there's Rain. And then there's also a ballad, Queen of Rain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They do have a lot of Rain songs. I don't really like Queen of Rain as much. No. What what makes you go like, eh, on that one? I just didn't really ever like connect emotionally or sexually. (laughs) I just want to take a moment to say that. I was so excited to learn more about Roxette and have this be a topic. And I never thought that it would be so much about like your sexual awakening. <laughs> I know. Is that weird? It also make, like it makes a lot of sense. No, it, it does make sense. Nothing's For weird. Some, yeah, no. I yeah. mean, Kate was Kate Raft was on here talking about how Titanic was her sexual awakening. So yeah. like, we've all we've I all got see that though. Like that is like but I'm like, now that I'm thinking about this music and these songs, I'm like, this is kind of weird. No. No, no It's what makes you, you know, people want to be. It also made me always like want to be, like when I thought they were a couple, I had had this dream my whole life that like I would be with someone who was going to be my like singing duo. Like I was going to be in a duo. And now I'm like 30. I think that's like past, but I always wanted it. Do you think if they were lovers uh they would still be together and would have lasted as long as a band or do you think that they kind of had to just keep that off the table yeah the that's time? a good point because you think of abba yeah they were all married well they weren't all married it wasn't a four-person marriage Mac. fleetwood Mac. i mean rumors well, they, is just a whole album of like oh we should not have 
fucked. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was the, then, that was the working were, title. They also, though, like, still, even though they weren't together anymore, they still toured together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if I do make music with my lover and then, <laughs> and then we break it off if the music is good you know you stay together yeah. i would suggest for any young musical lovers i would suggest go look trying for more of a dolly parton kenny rogers vibe where you often collaborate and you do your duets you do your island in the stream true. but you've also got your like side hustle yeah anything dolly or- parton does that's not with kenny rogers i consider a side hustle <laughs> <laughs> or if you have um you know, if you really want to make sure someone stays with you, force them into a partnership where you're making money together mm-hmm. and then just trap them. That's yeah. another option. You Entrapment, know, Entrapment, yes. Yes, yes, yeah. That's how Nadia got me into this podcast. Yeah, yeah. The money. We were supposed to be lovers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for you guys. I do think that there's a lot of validity to the fact that their creative partnership speaks volumes because they had 33 charted songs. They had I know. I guess I would be jealous. I, listen, I would be jealous. Like, I'm a jealous type. And if my husband, maybe this is just because I suck as a person, but if my husband was like making this kind of music with another woman, I'd be yeah. like, I'd be like kind of upset. I can see that. Do you know too. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah. how is that song today that mm-hmm. you. And they also like had to kind of have a vibe of like we love each other. You know what I mean? Like they're yes. very flirty. I don't know. Like, but also maybe I'm just not as yeah. maybe I'm not as secure enough. And hopefully one day I can evolve to a security where I like wouldn't care. But I don't know. No, I understand that. Yeah. It's like Jennifer Aniston while Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were making Mr. and Mrs. Smith, just yeah. being like, you know, you two artistic expressionist people expression expressive exactly. people getting heated in the moment yes. making out every night it's yeah. bound to happen i know oh i don't know it's hard yeah, it's being hard a human get... is hard being i'll say human, that being horny and being artistic a horny artistic human and insecure no one's everybody's telling me no all the time <laughs> i'd like to hear a yes every now and then. i think it's very important to have a when you can find them i guess like the idea of a soulmate, let me back up for a second. I think that the idea of a soulmate is kind of bullshit because there's too many people on the planet and it just mm-hmm. feels like of all the circumstances in the world. That said, I do think that there are different points in your life where you're going to go, this is the person that's I'm meant to be within this time. Yeah. And I think creatively, same thing. And sometimes those partnerships are going to last a really long time and sometimes they're not. But I think you, I think it's as painful to like have a creative breakup than it does like a romantic breakup be, yeah. or like mm-hmm. a friend breakup. Yeah, or maybe even like the reason why that would make me jealous is because I secretly want to be a singer too with them. So if they like had a romantic, like a oh, creative yeah. partnership where they were like playing video games oh, together, yeah. I don't <laughs> care. Right. I don't want to do Yeah, it, but yeah. if it's the thing that you want. Yeah, that, would come, that could be it. But also I do agree about that. Like whatever, whoever you're with in the moment, like that's who you're supposed to be with and you don't have to worry about like... The idea that they're full on <laughs> cheating but you're not mad unless they're I singing know. too. I know. <laughs> I don't care. Like <laughs> you can be doing whatever but as long as you're not making beautiful music together. I just feel like you have 35 singles that hit the charts. Yeah. You sell 75 million plus or so in record sales. Like you're a bonafide hit. At that point, 
Yeah, I don't know. I there, there's part of me that goes like I could totally see the jealousy thing, and another part of me that's like there's too much money at stake now, and that's another part true. of me that goes like, is there any way that you can go to that guy and be like, I know that you're doing very well, but now that we have some fiscal stability, I would like to take my hand and singing. <laughs> can you just like help a bitch out for a second? Can you just like bring me to a meeting? I, I have love a good voice. Force your way that. into their yeah, song. Yeah, yes. Like, um, I really like. I need really good trill. <laughs> Ricky, I want to be in the rock set <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> exactly, dude. I recently watched like an episode where Lucy like wanted like oh my god that show is insane like <laughs> Ricky had like a big thing and they needed like a commercial actress and Lucy was like I'll do it and he was like no absolutely not and then she like did it anyways and it was like she was drinking like beer <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about yeah that, that's so, so insane that he didn't just put her in it well like, I see both sides I can't believe that <laughs> Because I do feel like it's unfair. It's unfair for Ricky to know to never throw Lucy a bone, to never give her these so. opportunities. He never because her- he always has opportunities when he, he needs does. performers. However, I do think that maybe sometimes it would just be a little sometimes maybe Lucy would just be a little too much. Yeah, I agree. Know? But also if you gave her some of these shots, yeah. she would calm down. Yeah. If you have her open yeah. for somebody one yes, night, yeah. then she's not going to beg you to she's be the not, headliner right, the next day. Right. She's not always going to be yeah. like, let me in. Like, give mm-hmm. her a, throw her a bow. Yes. <laughs> um, so, But uh, she is incorrigible. Yes, she is. <laughs> uh, speaking of incorrigible, here's a word I can't pronounce. Uh, <laughs> terrible seg. Doesn't deserve a bidu. Uh Rock Bjornin Awards. That's the like oh. the Swedish Grammys, I guess. Okay. So they won this. Twi- they won this at this point twice, but they won it for Joyride, which oh, is an album, awesome. and the song Joyride is on that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about that song? Because that's also another one that's like that's a that's not quite a B side, I think, because it did hit uh, number one in. The, in Sweden and then in Germany and then in the US. But yeah. that was the last US number one. Everything after Joyride is like, I think that was the peak. And then not downhill for them, but just less popular in the yeah, US. Yeah, I think this song always like, it, the first time I listened to it, it actually inspired me. I wanted to, <laughs> this is going to sound insane. I wanted, I wanted to create a whole amusement park. Go on. Based <laughs> on. This song. And like, I know that sounds ride, great. Not just one ride, but an entire theme park oh, oh, based on Joy Ride. Not the album either. The one yes, song. Because it's like, well, first of all, to me, like, okay, so I am like a hopeless romantic. Some might call that a love addiction. <laughs> and like, I'm notorious for dating guys that are just like, no, I don't believe in love anymore or whatever. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> You fool, I love you. Like, I'm constantly telling people I love them. I don't know them at all. And I'm like, come on, join the joy ride. Like, that. I just, like, believe that, like, once you're with the person you're supposed to be with, there'll be no sadness and everything will be perfect. And this song to me is, like, how I approach every romantic relationship. I'm gonna, wait, so, I'm going like, to do this in two parts. The yeah, first yeah. part one, I'm going yeah. to so, okay. your lyrics again okay. to joy ride. So I'll sing a little bit. It. Yeah, so sing like, us a little bit. So it's like, I hit the road out of nowhere. I had to jump in my car. 
and be a writer in a love game following the stars don't need a book of wisdom i get no money talk at all like so that it's basically just saying like come on like hello you fool i love you come on join the joyride join the joyride and that's like what i like how i feel when i'm in so you're the joyride yes like us together would be just like it's joy it's fun a partner who what you know you don't want to die alone come on like why do you have to think about it like that's how i so so part two part two amusement yeah yeah. Yeah, i need to know the stuff i'd like to know at least three things in this amusement park based on one song by roxette walk us through the map okay so you know how disneyland is like so great because it's like magical we've got all of our like characters it makes you feel like a kid right that's what I think. I desperately want this to be a sound yeah. clip for one of their ads. You know, just, that is so great. It's so magical. Well, that's what I think. Like, we need to get back to, like, that being what, like, romance and, like, um, relationships are. Like, it should be, like, two people coming together where they're, like, I want to, like, love you really well. And then you're going to do that for me. And so then we don't have to, like, be selfish. We're, like, loving each other and, like... So I just like I I thought it could be cool to have like an amusement park that was like very much like 1980s and then like but just like about like love. Got it. <laughs> and like not necessarily but like I this song to me is like so iconic and I just imagine being on a roller coaster and like hearing that song in the background. You got to listen to the so song. So it sounds to me less like you on a theme park <laughs> themed after this song and more like you want an amusement park that only plays one song where everybody falls in love yes okay yeah something like that yeah. or just like i don't know i thought that could be a cool idea like dollywood that's like yeah. a whole theme park like based around dolly parton so it's like all her stuff so, I so feel you want like, the roxette theme park yeah maybe or okay. like it could be more broad it could be just be like feel good like 80s theme park well i like think a- okay. anything more broad than that one song is <laughs> is going to be helpful to you as you develop this theme park. Well, thank you. I will take that into consideration and in my meeting. Yeah. I, will. I mean, maybe you can come in to your one of meeting my with planning the meetings. I do, yeah, I do want to know. Your meeting yeah, to get are, the loan to develop this theme park. To be a fly on that wall. Yeah, come on. But like, just, you know, joyride. I always like, when I listen to that song, I will be honest, it does feel like I'm on a really fun roller coaster. Um. Okay, so... Uh, so we're getting now into the 90s, early 90s. So mm-hmm. like we're out of the 80s. The 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 joy ride is coming to an end. Oh no. I don't There's get a it. recession in America. I don't get it. <laughs> Joe Piscopo isn't on SNL anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> All and right. um so like so we have this moment where like now I feel like at this point these are the songs that like especially on tourism which you na- name checked already that mm-hmm. like that's the stuff where it goes okay this is maybe more of the deeper cuts like we've uh-huh. got spending my time and church oh, of yeah. your heart which yep. are more ballady right yeah those are both ballads church of your heart is also would also be in the theme park <laughs> <laughs> it's Fair. one of my favorites is it it's a ballad it is it is um can you pull up the lyrics well yeah i mean yeah. growing up uh growing up religious and, like, and going to church yes. and loving roxette and having a song about that, church yes that and actually roxette. yes that actually was big for me um but it is. It's like very ballady and like it's the like the chorus. I can't think of like the verses, but it's just like in the church of your heart. Like it's just so. Well, here we go. This might be one that I. I can't tell if like know. I'm getting you guys to like this more. Or <laughs> I will be listening to 
Oh, this yeah. is a good one. This is a good one. This is like a very like if you like kind of songs that are like, okay, yeah, like you know what I mean when you're just like, yeah, uh huh. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't face, know what face is that. What I don't face know what and kind audio of... cue is that. On I this would, song? Okay, I would... Koi? Yes. Okay, it's a Koi song. Yeah. So it's like, it starts off. A lot of their songs actually start the same, like really powerful, like first opener line, um, if you think about it. But it's like, can't we leave the world outside just for a while, just for a while, and spend some time, you and I? Um, So I kind of got it confused with my, like, (laughs) With not hearing the music, but that is very like <laughs> um, under this bright glory sky. It's been so long since I first saw you, but I still love that smile in your eyes. And then like drums. And so, to me, this is another classic like escapism. I mean, like most music is very much like unhealthy relationship standards. <laughs> but this is very much like you know you just wanting to escape. And I like I don't do drugs and I don't drink. Um, and so I use like relationships as my like form of escapism. So I just like, I always want to just be like with someone and it feels like we're on this Island. And so that's like kind of what the song is like. And then, um, you know, just saying like the church of your heart. I don't really know what that means, (laughs) but it sounds cool. Like you were saying, it's like church heart. Yeah. Yeah. The church of your heart to me it's like your love for me is is sacred like yes. a church. Yeah. And and then here's and another thing. And we are safe in there. Where they're saying like step inside, lay yourself down just for a while, rest for a while. Never that, mind, that's horny. <laughs> Never that, mind, it's yeah, horny. Like that just is like horny. church. Yeah. Church and I, can be horny. I like that like because I do feel that like when you're with the right person it does feel like sacred and it feels like restful and, and peaceful. That's for me, like how I know, because I am like an anxious person. And when I'm with like someone that I know is like good, I do, I feel at ease. And like, for me, like, yeah, church like might've messed me up growing up, but the stuff that was like good about it was like the like peace and the joy and like how I felt like safe there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for a lot of people though, like that's not their experience with church. So it could be kind of like a dangerous song. But it's kind of like rewording like what church should be. And it should be like safety and like sanctuary and like love and freedom. So, yeah, I think separating the idea of a church from the larger concept of what issues people have with organized religion. Yeah. And then we can enjoy this song. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. The church of your heart. It says, it says, I believed in the church of your heart, which. Past tense? Makes me not understand Uh-oh. what they're talking about. Yeah, is that, it's over. Trouble in paradise. It must have been love, but it's oh, over now. No, no, it's back. Um, <laughs> it's back. Okay. It found it. We found it. Oh, we found sorry. It. I just placed, yeah, I misplaced it. That's a good, like, validity one. That's a really. Are there one. any kind of contemporaries to, is, I don't know. I, are there any other bands from that time of that same kind of genre like for me i've always associated rock set they always i kind of put them in the same category as alone by heart um are there any other 80s bands along with rock set that you also like I, to- well i'm a huge heart fan i don't find them to be that similar no i think i'm just honestly thinking of just alone. that song yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i think of the vibe i get from alone is a very similar vibe that i get from uh like um 
uh, what's the, the one from Pretty Woman? Yeah, like they're very different. I can see yeah. that. I think once you sweeping, they're yeah, sweeping. Once you listen to more rock set, I think you'll find they're a little more like lighthearted mm-hmm. and just like fun. Oh, once I heard the look. Yeah. If if you I'm do. getting more yeah. of the look <laughs> in a deep dive of Roxette, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. But Heart, I think, is a little more like intense. I yeah. think like Heart is overall just a more intense yeah. band. Yeah. I feel like I just picked two songs that just happen to yeah, overlap. Yeah, which I like but, appreciate. Like, that. It's not too, but that's not like the most Roxette, nor is it the most Heart. Yeah, just... exactly. No, but that is good. And the Alone is like one of my favorite mm. all time songs. I am trying to think of another band. Like, so if you go on Spotify and you play like Roxette Radio. Yeah. Like what would play? Yes, similar artists. Yeah, I guess it would probably be Heart would probably be in there. You're probably gonna get some Debbie. I guess Gib- I should see some Debbie Gibson. Mm, um, really? You'll, yeah, you'll get like you'll get more like you'll get Paul Abdul. Like Paul Abdul has a lot of um, <clears throat> songs that are like very similar to Roxette. <clears throat> They're not really gonna play other like Swedish bands. On that Belinda movie. Carlisle, mm, yep, Ace yeah. of Base, Bonnie Tyler, yeah. Tina Turner. It's mainly women yeah. of the eighties, like that softer. The rock. Bangles. Oh, yep. the Bangles. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Dane maybe in there. Taylor Dane would for sure be in there. Um, Taylor mm. uh, to my heart. We said the Bangles. Who am I thinking? Cher, Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not at all based on. The two songs I knew going into this, that's not at all what I would ex- expect. Yeah, it is kind of like more feminine. Like, it feels like Roxette, they take a more like feminine, like, I don't know. They're, they're just, I don't know if that's the right word, but it like feels I, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like Cindy Lauper, like, yeah. time after time. And Roxette is playing like, listen to your heart. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well. So that's why, like, Roxette is... I feel like there's definitely peaks throughout every decade where there'll be, like, a soft rock moment. But I think the late 80s is definitely where it was, and they just happened to be in the right time and right place for their sound and Mm -hmm. what they wanted to do to really take off. Yeah. Um, To the point where they were able to then take a song that was supposed to be slated for the film Hocus Pocus... And then get Wait. that song moved to the soundtrack of the film based on the Nintendo video game Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> what song? There's uh, that, almost there's unreal. Some, almost oh unreal. my gosh! There's that's a more great to song. unpack there than the idea of a theme park based on Joyride. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, they recorded and released Almost Unreal. Do you want to talk about Almost Unreal? Oh yeah, that's a really good song. I forget. Like I'm like, it's weird. I didn't realize I knew every song. Like that. I know every rock set song. I was kind of nervous. I was like, what if I like don't know them all? And I, was, no, I know them all. I know them. It became, like we were going to stump you. I know. It became the lead single for the soundtrack of the live ad- action adaptation blah, blah, of Super Mario Brothers. You know, the one with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo oh, and yeah. Dennis Hopper. Oh, my God. Um, and then in, like, in Europe, it became a top 20 hit. Um... And apparently, it was supposed to be used in a very different movie. Wait, so Roxette themselves were like, no, no, this can't be in Hocus Pocus? No, it was written after he was, like, so Disney wanted him to compose the theme song for Hocus Pocus. And then the backing track was completed, and uh, when Gessel, or Gessel, however you say his name, told Disney, um, was it, I'm sorry, Disney told them that uh, En Vogue had been invited to record the film's theme song. So basically, Disney was just like, eh, we got another band. But I don't even know the, I don't know of any theme song from Hocus Pocus. I feel like we could have had a rock set Hocus Pocus song and video, and instead we didn't get any. Where's, what's the En Vogue Hocus Pocus? I, 
I don't know, actually. So I'm I'm looking. I'm not seeing it. I mean, contrary to what many of many youngsters might think in 2019, Hocus Pocus didn't really come out to a lot of fanfare and glory. So it's very possible that the En Vogue song just kind of disappeared too. Apparently, they re- so Roxette re-recorded the lyrics to omit most references to Hocus Pocus. Most? In Almost Unreal. Wait, what are the lyrics of Almost Unreal? Uh, need- so the title remains in the song's chorus, and there's this lyric, I love when you do that Hocus Pocus to me. Yes, yeah. Because <gasps> Almost Unreal is like, yeah, wait, let me see it. Hold on, let me get it for you. I remember, like, that is so interesting, because whenever I listen to that song, I'm like, oh, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I love that movie. And they're saying and you th- so you But I always thought Hocus Pocus was like something. Just like the, f- the phrase. Yeah, it was like they say that yeah. all the time. So I never knew and that. And now that- there's a connection. Wow. It truly yeah. is almost so unreal. So they were allowed to keep I, that in? I guess so. Well, it's Disney the- doesn't own the term Hocus but Pocus. But then they handed it off to the Super Mario Brothers movie. Which, why? What? I can't, Cha-ching. I can't I imagine this song being in Hocus Pocus, though. Because it's very like... um. You, it's like it's almost unreal. Like all, now that I'm singing all their songs, they all sound the same. <laughs> Thirty minutes ago, they're very oh, different. No Thirty way. minutes later, it's all the same. Like, I can't. Now this song just sounds like every other song I've sang, but it's like it's almost unreal. It's almost unreal. Wait, now I can't. Like I can't. Like I'm seeing the lyrics and like that hocus pocus to me, but I can't figure out the melody i might need to like play it's almost it for a unreal yeah three women or witches yes yeah. it's almost unreal like the mittler's the, involved hold on i might <laughs> i don't have like i don't have service but i might need to play this to like feel the actual song because it's here 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 i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna do a bit that we're gonna end up having a cut but. to light a black flame candle <laughs> it's almost unreal the way you do this that book has an eye <laughs> the way that you touch you got the power to heal <laughs> it's almost unreal where's the hocus pocus part it's like i love when you do that hocus pocus to me the way that you touch you've got the power to hear yeah what the hell it's is this song doing in that movie well, well if they made changes my guess is they made changes for the hornier like i they probably yeah. took out things like trick or treat boo <laughs> ghosts are scary and put in <laughs> I love when you touch me. The way that you touch, you yeah. got the power, but, but the power this, to heal. But then this song ends up in the Super Mario Brothers. That's movie. insane. Well, it probably has so, a love ballad between yeah. the princess and Mario. Um, so Crash Boom Bang, another album with exclamation marks. <laughs> yes, Crash also Boom insane. Bang. Like, yeah. is there wait? Is there an exclamation mark after everything? Yes. Like, crash. Exclamation. Boom. Okay. Yeah. That's like crazy, sexy, cool. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, exactly. Wait, Crazy Sexy Cool doesn't have exclamation points. I wish it did. It's one word, yeah. It's another title where you look and you go, huh? And, and you're then like, you're like, I'm oh. in. Uh, yeah, exactly. You Like, you don't question it. Yeah. Um, Imagine how aggressive if Crazy Sexy Cool had exclamation crazy, points. Yeah. <laughs> I'd see that album and be like, I don't believe you, TLC. You're trying too hard <laughs> to convince so me funny. that you're Crazy Sexy Cool. Crazy Sexy Cool. Oh. Crash Boom Bang uh, d- does okay in other countries, mm. but uh, their label in America that was going to put it out was like, I don't know about this. So instead, 
they promoted a shortened 10 track favorite CD in association with McDonald's. So the favorites of Crash Boom Bay sold about a million copies. Oh my gosh. I'm like worried now about Roxanne. Hearing the history of them, they're like doing deals with (laughs) with like Mario movies. I mean, after Pretty Woman. You, I mean, you can't top that. To have the main song in Pretty Woman, that's huge. How do you feel about Sleeping in My Car, though, which is like their big one of their big singles off of Crash Boom Bang? I mean, I'll be honest, this wasn't my favorite album. Okay. Of theirs. Yeah. All right. So You're- I guess that makes sense why I wouldn't like it because <laughs> it went to McDonald's. Yeah. And that's why McDonald's likes it. And deep so down, you knew. I have good taste, and I knew. <laughs> um, it's, still, it's still fine, though, but it's just, I think I'm like an 80s stan. And then yeah. And so I by the time we get into them. so by the time we get to have a nice day in room service, like yeah. you're just like fuck them. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, I'm like then they got a little too self aware because that's the thing I don't like music that's too like feel good where they know that it's feel good because I believe that Roxette was not trying to write feel good music. They had like emotion to it, but it makes me feel good. Then when they start writing songs, like when you get a song like happy or Justin Timberlake, like can't stop the music. Or what, I can't mm-hmm. stand that stuff mm-hmm. because it's like so shoving it in my face. Yeah, manufactured. And, yeah. So that's like where I, yeah, I got it. So it's almost like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, they, everyone was like, oh, they're so positive. They're so happy. And they kind of. They were like, we are. They, yeah. okay. they knew yeah. it weren't, they weren't, but they're like, all right, we'll figure yeah. that. And then they lost their touch a bit. Mm-hmm. And they lost their horniness. So you feel like on Pearls of Passion or Look Sharp, it's like they didn't know it. But by the time you yeah. get to something like Charm School, yeah. <laughs> which is an uh, album of theirs from 2011, they're, they're too in the know about their own selves. So they yeah, don't have, a little they're bit. They're kind of trying too hard to do what they think we want. Yeah. Yes. Rather than what they right. Feel. Let's go back to that Vanity Fair article when they were like, "Everybody says we're crap and we don't care." Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I want that. Yeah, that's the punk rock. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're selling at McDonald's. How dare you? Y'all might as well just become a couple. Um, <laughs> Alyssa, what other songs do you feel like really, really speak to you from Roxette? Whether B side or rarity, something that like maybe is well known, but you're just like, "Fuck it, I love it." I. I think we might have covered all of them. Oh, fingertips. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Fingertips Fingertips is really good. I mean, what kind of like band is talking about fingertips? (laughs) Not a lot. (laughs) That sounds like a sexy song. It is really sexy. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. I think that song. I really like. I don't know. I think the one that really speaks to me the most and the one song that I listen to all the time whenever I like need a pick me up is definitely the look or joyride. Okay. But then also even though it's like very well known, I do listen to it must have been love a lot. Whether I'm in a healthy relationship or I'm going through a breakup or I'm just starting something. It's I just like so to fun feel to, and they're fun to sing along yes, to. They're fun to to belt out in the car. Yes. And it's fun to like even just like fantasize about like some tragic love ending like i know that sounds weird but i kind of like fantasizing about that because it's like it's the most raw like human emotion i think and it's like what everything is based on and all of my knowledge of like life is like 
you know what I mean? Like uh, thinking about some kind of a crazy breakup. Yeah. So it's I don't like think it's, fun in a way. Like, I don't think I don't it's know. crazy to fantasize Well, about, not like, like crazy, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Like you would be like, why does she want to like escape and like fantasize about like some sad, tragic love story? Yeah. Ending? Because in my mind and where I know that song plays in Pretty Woman, it's like the part where they think it's going to end, but then they get back together. So that's like kind of what it is like for mm-hmm. me because I know that like they're going to get back together. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not the end. It's just uh, yeah. it's the it's a dramatic the rough little patch. rough patch, yeah. which I like live for. Mm-hmm. And that's why like in relationships, if there's like rough patches, I'm like, this doesn't define us. Like, <laughs> we're going to be OK. We're just going to learn from it. Yeah, exactly. Like, we'll be stronger even <laughs> still, because even in my friendships with people, if I go through like a rough patch with a friend or we like have a big beef. If we get over that, this, the friendship is stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like so cool because that then you feel like known and like loved in a way because then you're like you still became like stayed friends after they saw a yucky side yeah. of you or something. So I think that's cool. It's like that in a relationship after like your first fight. Like you don't want to have the first fight. But then yeah. afterwards it's kind of like, oh, I like we're like next level. Rela- like we're yeah. together now. Yeah. No, not just one. No little fight could just blow us over. Yeah. yeah. We're not like a this straw a found- house. Yeah. yeah. It's a you foundation know? we're building. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, no weird wolf not gonna to get blow biblical, this <laughs> I went with three pigs. All right, well, I was going because biblical. I grew up with two different religions, so I don't yeah, know. Anything. Three little pigs. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, I'm in looking at the lyrics for fingertips. It's yeah. It's like she runs her fingertips through your hair, and life has just begun. Like, yeah, that's amazing. That's sexy. That, that is, is amazing. Sexy. Uh, it's just a sunny afternoon. Somebody singing songs of love, child. <laughs> I love that. I'm also, I am a big, I do love running my fingers through people's hair. Even if they don't like, like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is cool. Just go with it. (laughs) They're like, what? (laughs) It is a thing that I think is very cinematic. (sighs) Yes. And while it can be problematic for just like strangers, particularly, like without permission to do that, um, particularly unlike women with natural hair or something, like there is something about like, if you watch any romantic scene, it's like, there's a there's a specific way to kiss that's like very hot. Where yeah, it's like you like lean lean in a little and then you like <laughs> tilt your head and then it's like the somebody will grab their face but like not grab yeah. but like it's like a finger caress. Yeah, it's cheek. like you're holding their and you're head like as if like yeah they're like cradling it. And you're like you, oh shit, this is gonna be the best sex of ever yeah. ever. <laughs> And then, but then fingers go through the hair. And yeah. You're like, oh, here we yeah. go. Here we go. Wait, let me see these lyrics. Get wet. <laughs> Time to get wet. Nadia leaned down into her chair when she said, oh, here we go. She said it was time to get wet. I know. It's just an uncomfortable uh, It's just an uncomfortable degree to it. You've leaned down. <laughs> I'm going to say it's borderline uh, pornographic. <laughs> oh, this song is really... <laughs> Sorry. I... No, please. I just no, heard like please. borderline pornographic. I was like, oh, this song is really good. <laughs> um, I like this song too. It's another one where it starts off acapella with the guy's voice and then it like hits it hard. But he's like, you're sliding down a dream. Oh, yeah. When nights are born in blue, that's the truth. You're swimming in a stream. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, it's very, the lyrics here are really good. I mean, they're insane, but that like the way that it's like structured is very like, um, Yes, it's like very storytelling. It is actually very country. But um and then whenever like the part where like the climate like I look at songs as if they're like movies too in a lot sure. of ways. 
and I think more I think I relate more to the songs but then yeah whenever like the minute the idea of like meeting the love of your life and then the minute they like touch your hair and then your life has begun that's such an insane line and I remember I was like single for a lot of my life like I never had a boyfriend until I was like in my 20s and my sister would always like make fun of me and like um she would always say like yeah your your life doesn't begin until you like find love i guess Alyssa's life will never begin like and i just remember being oh. like ha, 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 that's so funny like trying to like laugh yeah at her. Be but in it was on like it. a joke but yeah. i remember being like yeah that's true but that's obviously not true <laughs> so now i can enjoy these songs as a like a fucked up thing to say to somebody <laughs> no wonder there was a war in your house it's like funny if you think about how cruel it is like just being like i guess your life will never be oh yeah i mean siblings are terrible i remember um building like we were in the garage playing with legos and i built like a lego house and it was like the first complete it was just it wasn't nice it was just like a bunch of legos in a cube shape (laughs) and my brother's friend the neighbor john oh uh Called, said it was a Nazi house and threw it against oh a gosh. wall and it shattered. And my brother laughed and like clearly was choosing the side of the neighbor kid who threw my work against the wall yeah. as opposed to protecting me wow. as a little hurt brother. Yeah. And that is still with me. Yes. So that, I get those it. Those are things yeah. that like that and, like, is. And like I don't hold it against him. Right. But, like, but I, that, you yeah, remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Those moments. Like yeah. I'm in like in my therapy, like we're digging into like childhood wounds and stuff and how like they, everything that is like offending you as an adult, like mm-hmm. has to do with like yeah. something that happened to you as a child. And it's like so true. Yeah. But yeah. And I feel bad because i'm what those kinds of things i'm sure i did to my little sister yeah 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 it's crazy a little later 2016 um they released a statement where she said my touring days are over do you feel like if they did go on tour like how what would you do to get those tickets have you seen them live i've never seen them live sadly i would if they decided to go back on tour i would do whatever it takes (laughs) yeah truly i would yeah okay um I would really love to see them live. I watch so many of their videos live. I list. I like to listen to them live because it just does really feel like the joyride. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, you want to go on the joyride that is their yeah, live show. Yeah. But I also respect her desire to like relax and yeah. chill. Like I'm not trying to be like, how dare yeah. you? This, Maybe your they'll... life is for me. Like I have a feeling if you were to open this theme park... <laughs> She'd be willing to come out of live performance retirement. <gasps> You're for right. I oh think so. Oh my gosh! Okay, absolutely. I will, I'm like, she just has to tweet tour. Her. She yeah. just has to be come to the on, cut the ribbon. Yeah, yeah. she can cut the ribbon. <laughs> yes, yeah. that'd be awesome. Oh. She rides the first ride She's with the me. Yeah, <laughs> I was always like really into her. Like I, I thought she was so cool. You don't even yeah. know his name. I don't know his name. Yeah, <laughs> I want to have like a haircut like hers someday. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, like the super short hair. Yeah, yes. yeah. It yeah. is very cool. They both have a very cool look. That like yeah. late '80s, yeah. The height of um, the height of that specific and era. I, of cool. I think it was cool though too because I remember like always feeling like oh, girls aren't as like you know we have to kind of like stay in our lane. But I remember seeing this band and feeling like they were very like equal. It was like they both like she played guitar, he plays guitar, and like singing. They both like sang an equal amount, and I remember just being like, that's okay, that's good, like. 
girls can do it too and they can be equal partnerships <laughs> like because i you know grew up being you know girls can't be pastors and if you want to be an actor that's like selfish you mm-hmm. shouldn't want to be in the limelight you should be a proverbs 31 woman yeah, be, the meek shall inherit the earth yeah that i know from yeah. the bible and i didn't I know, know how from to a little be shop meek. of horror <laughs> i don't know how to be meek you know and i never was that way so i was like am i wrong for being this like aggressive person right <laughs> like, aggressive well, well i know, I know what i mean just like yeah. well not meek going yeah. popcorn <laughs> <laughs> yeah um is that if you could meet them what would you say to them I would say thank you guys so much for doing what you wanted to do and your music has gotten me out of a lot of really tough times and it's been really um, therapeutic for me to listen to you guys create music together and I, I love that you're a partnership and that you never had any like weird drama and I appreciate that. That's so nice. That's beautiful. That you guys, beautiful. thanks for letting me. And share you know what? That. They know. They know. They know. <laughs> they know. They're telepathic. We didn't <laughs> tell you that. that? Yeah. They've heard everything. They that know. And Mr. Chumba knows. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope so. <laughs> Alyssa Sabo, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you thank know that? You. Is there anything that you'd like to plug at this time? Just, I just want to remind everybody to try to be a good friend. Because that's what I'm trying to focus on. I find it better. Whenever I'm not like so obsessed with like all the stuff going wrong in my life and I'm just like, I want to be a good friend and like be there for people. I just feel so it's kind of selfish. <laughs> I'm like, this makes me feel good. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to plug. <laughs> and where can people find you? Um, Instagram and Twitter at Alyssa underscore Sabo. I haven't seen your name wrong this whole time. Oh, it's okay. It's no. like Hungarian, so I think you pronounce it right. <laughs> I oh do the same God. with my last name. Yeah, you said yeah. Schlaga, right? Yeah. I say Schlaga, but it is Schlaga. Yeah, you but pronounce it But when you grow right. up with the last name being Schlaga, yeah. you just start saying Schlaga. You, yeah, you don't You fucks have been <laughs> lying to me for okay, years. I'm- hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.